Welcome to Into the Marvelverse. We're so glad to have you guys here with us today in our transcontinental studio because <laughs> we're we're talking from across the multiverse. Cyberspace. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am your host for this week, Sam Jimenez. I'm Mickey Martinez. I am Amy Cassandra Martinez. That's Dang. It. Nice. It's nice to have you. Nice Thank to have you. you guys with us in, in the studio. <laughs> Thanks. Well, really, that's not how I sound. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys. Uh, so there's a couple of news items on the docket today. Uh, so let's just go ahead and get this party started. Marvel fans, I, we should feel proud. We did it. We did this. We are a part of history. Okay. Spider-Man Far From Home hit a million dollars. What? It's the first Spider-Man movie to do so. Mm-hmm. That does sound kind of weird, because Spider-Man's been so big for so long. But yeah, it's the first Spider-Man movie yeah. to hit a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. It, it's the third movie, this third Marvel movie this year to do it. N-B-D. And there's only been three of them. <laughs> three for three! Yay! Three for three, we're going strong, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting. And if you don't count Ant-Man, it's been Black Panther, Infinity War, Captain Marvel, Endgame, Spider-Man have made a billion dollars. That's sad. I like how you're like, if you don't count Ant-Man. I always well, feel bad. Ant-Man's, they made it for less money, and it's just kind of a lesser-known superhero, even though I love Ant-Man. I mean, Paul. I love I like, Ant-Man and the yeah. Wasp. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp is great underrated marvel movie right there mm-hmm. like how do you guys think this the, this will affect the movies heading forward do you think people have a better understanding of like marvel movies do you think black widow is gonna make a billion dollars like that would be nuts you know actually that makes me wonder because like does this mean okay like mm, within the last three years or so right inflation can't be that crazy so does this mean that more people are seeing these movies, like a wider audience? Does this mean that people are going to see it multiple times? Does this mean that people are spending their money on like IMAX viewings? Like, what does this really mean? I think it's a combination of everything. Okay, that's a cheap way. To answer. <laughs> it's a combination of everything, but I, th- I think <laughs> I think it is that more people are watching these movies. Like more people saw Endgame than almost anything else for a very long time. Yeah. Um, like, more people saw Captain Marvel, more people saw Spider-Man. It's, like, mm-hmm. bringing other fans that they didn't know they were fans yet. I mean, yeah. especially with Captain Marvel. You really didn't have to see any Marvel movies ever to have enjoyed Captain Marvel. Yeah, well, and, like, I think Homecoming did a really good job. And not, yeah, I think Homecoming did a good job in kind of revitalizing the brand. Like, mm-hmm. we have to bring this back to people and make this, um, this like, this movie might not make a million dollars, but it's going to lay a foundation for, like, people to want to see this character back. Uh, like Spidey. Yeah. Like a yeah. new Spidey. Yeah. Yeah. And I I was just thinking about it, but um, Black Widow has been, a, so, like, if you look at the, the most successful movies in the past, I don't know, 10 years? Mm-hmm. In the first, in this decade, um, they've all been Avengers movies, and Black Widow's been a big part of all those Avengers movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with the end of Endgame, we were all pretty devastated with Black Widow's uh, moment. And so I'm sure that a lot of people are going to be like, yes, more of her, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, but it's also, like, it's weird, especially, I mean, we're all in the same boat where we've been Marvel fans for quite some time, so it's kind of hard to understand, like, what it feels like to be outside of this ginormous bubble of, like, yeah. not being in the loop and knowing things about Marvel. Um mm-hmm. Because I know there's some people that are like, ah, gosh, there's so many Marvel movies. I don't know. And others that they're like, there's too many Spider-Man movies. I'm just like, whatever, Tobey Maguire, that was it. And then I look at them like, what the heck are you saying? You obviously have never <laughs> seen Tom Holland as Spidey. But it's, I think it's a cool idea that, yeah, like more people are being introduced to these characters. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, Endgame wasn't super easy to just like jump into, but I know some people were like, yeah, like, that sounds cool. Everyone's talking about it. Let me go see it. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I think that's what the future of Marvel's talking about, too, especially with Black Widow. You don't necessarily have to have seen all the other movies. It certainly, like, make more sense, too. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Go Spider-Man. Do a flip. Yay! <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that guy was the best. <laughs> Yeah, we love that guy. We love Spider-Man. And we also love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Da, 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 da. Just kidding. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to start doing the score. <laughs> how I love does the it, score how to does Agents it go? of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't remember at okay, the, I was, the top of my head. Okay, that's why I was like, ah. <laughs> uh, Sarge. Yeah. Uh. What, was, what was this piece about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, it's, it's ending this Friday? Yeah, next Very Friday. Easy. This Sunday, so it's ending. Yeah, it's ending this coming Friday. This season, mm-hmm. we're gonna get one more season, and mm-hmm. then the end. Uh, I'm caught up for everything on everything except the last episode. So is Amy. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of Comic Con, that's what I'll say. I know last <laughs> time I was like, ah, I kind of got it. Like I interviewed all these people, but like I'm done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I love. I I'm loving it. I think it's great. I'm loving it. Um, I think that the Agents of Shield has some of the best acting in the MCU. Oh my Agreed. god! It's just, oh, it's so good. It is. There's an episode that's just all Fitzsimmons, oh, and it takes place are, oh. in their shared consciousness. Oh, oh like man! Like they're sharing a consciousness, and they have to go into each other's uh, like secrets, and like it's insane. I love it. Yeah, it's that's just, amazing. It's the best. I mean, I would also say like, hey, if you are not caught up. At all with Agents of Shield, no better time to start than now. Get caught up, watch all six seasons, and then be ready to go for when the seventh season starts. These last two are short, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and the seventh season comes out in twenty twenty, so you've got at least five months, right? Wait, what month are we in? <laughs> july August. we're in Ju- july yeah, we're july. at the end of july so yeah yeah so you've got at least five months that is plenty of time a season a month and push it a little hard you're good there you go now guys. have they have they have they even started filming season seven are they yes. done with that or no no they started filming because i follow most of the actors and they've, okay they've been posting and mo tantrum Marissa. Uh, yeah she, she's she's posted i think they've started production I don't okay. know if they started like actually filming scenes yet. Okay. Well, that's cool, guys. Yeah, I'm I'm loving Agents of Shield is 
it's some of the best stuff to come out of the MCU. They have some of the best actors, some of the best writing. Um, yeah, but didn't we say that like season four was probably like the best season of Marvel television? Like, I feel like we said that a couple yeah. episodes back. What but I'm gonna stand by it. Ghost Rider. Oh yeah. yeah. Ada, yeah, the framework. The framework, the framework was yeah. so good. Ada was annoying, which was great. That was what was she, you know. She was <laughs> that's, to a, be. that's such a great actress. And then uh, Amy was telling me that her friend is friends with Ada, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so close to greatness. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, I'm always next to you, but okay. <laughs> Guess that's not what you mean. <laughs> What's the actress's name? Now, now it's gonna bug me. Oh geez, great. Okay, let me see. She's like, Season she's in more four. things. Like she's. Famous she enough. was in Young and Hungry. Yeah, she's in Young and Hungry. Um, okay, doing some digging. Okay, oh, Mallory Jensen. Jansen. Mallory. Mallory Jansen. That's a really pretty name, Mallory. That is a really pretty more. name, yeah. Um, and, of course, Jason O'Mara. He plays Jeffrey Mace. That's, that's Jeffrey right. Mace. Yo. Oh, man. Oh, Jeffrey Mace. Un- yeah. Underrated character, yeah. Yeah. Season four is so good. Just go watch Agents of Shield, Just guys. It's, do it. It's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Amy was. Uh, Amy also has kind of like some Salma Hayek news, I believe. Yeah. 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 Share that so, with us. Go off, Amy. I'm ready. Let's time this because I can go for a while. Okay. <laughs> story time. We do love story time. Okay. Um, okay, so you guys know that I work for Geek Bomb, um, at Geek Bomb, um, and Maud Garrett is the founder, owner of Geek Bomb. Well, two years ago, guys, Maud was interviewing Salma Hayek um, at the Hitman's Bodyguard press junket, and um, certain things were asked. Um, and of course, like this, the link to the video that I'm talking about will be posted um, right below this and here where you're listening to this podcast. But basically, Maude asked Selma Hayek if she would ever play a superhero since she was in the Hitman's Bodyguard with Samuel L. Jackson, who obviously plays Nick Fury, and Ryan Reynolds, obviously plays Deadpool. And she was kind of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It might happen. Now, guys, this was two years ago, almost to the date. It was July 30th, 2017. Um, mm-hmm. And so Maud was like, yeah, okay, like, well, who would you play? And then so, like, Salma Hayek starts telling her more. And then Maud's like, wait, no, is it really happening? And then we come to the realization, like, uh, Maud told me this recently. She was like, she basically, like, that's what she was talking about. She was talking about Eternals two years ago. So what I'm trying to say is that you, first of all, definitely need to watch this video. It's super short. Um, It's Mm -hmm. on all of Geek Bomb socials, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. YouTube has a full clip. So does Facebook. Um, And so does Twitter. And yeah, I mean, like, oh, at Geek Bomb is where you can find us. Um, She basically, Salma Hayek gave Geek Bomb the first little scoop of Eternals. And she was really excited about it. Um, and she said it was going to be really, really funny. And it's just so cool to think that, wow, Salma Hayek was already in talks with Marvel 
two years ago and then just like a week ago about yeah about a week ago um yeah it was announced that she was the leader of the eternals um and it's just so crazy because i'm like well first of all salma hayek is fantastic and i know a lot of people like mickey uh don't have a heart and soul and don't absolutely adore salma hayek i love you um but yeah, like I'm really glad that people are going to start seeing her for the talented woman that she is. With that being said, a lot of outlets and news articles, everyone is saying that she is the first Latina superhero in the Marvel Universe, um, cinematic and like TV. And that's not true. Um, Natalie Cordova Buckley, who plays Yo-Yo in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., is the first Latina superhero. So... Something to keep in mind. I know that uh, a lot of articles were saying that, and she was not upset, but like, hey, give credit where it's due. I was the first. Thank you. Um, and so I was definitely like one of those people going to some of the articles and be like, Mm-mm, you're wrong, which like I never do that. But some stuff was written on Instagram. And I was like, yeah, no, this is exciting. Like Salma Hayek and the MCU. Ah, that's so cool. But Yo-Yo was first. Yeah, it was. It wasn't even like it was like no, like my like like my, like Marissa and Jed. Like the 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 creator, the producers of the show cast me as uh, the, uh, cast the first met Lati- the Latina superhero. Yeah. Like it was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It was like no, like our show did did this thing that nobody was ever was talking about, and like it was it was kind of more that. Yeah. Like that like, anger. Yeah, and the thing is, um, looking at more of uh, yeah. So Natalie was born in Mexico City. Um. So full-on Mexican um, woman that it's, it's just so cool to be able to like see her and I remember first seeing Yo-Yo being like whoa I actually saw Natalie in Natalie Natalia I'm so sorry Natalia um, in person at a press thing and I was like whoa like she was speaking Spanish to this other outlet and I was like that's so cool I, I didn't know that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had a Mexican or you know like a Latina superhero um, and then when I finally like started watching Agents, Agents of Shield, I was like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" So there's that. Um, with that being said, it certainly like opens up the conversation of like, you know, the MCU is getting really diverse now. Um, at the end of the press conference for um, Eternals, well, for Marvel's Hall H panel at San Diego Comic Con, uh, Salma Hayek was asked, you know, like, well. What does this mean to you? Blah, 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 something kind of like that. And she said, you know, well, it's it's really cool. Um, it's an honor to get to be a part of this. And she's just said, um, it's just cool to have such a diverse family. And it's true, because if you look at the cast of Eternals, you got Kumail Nanjiani, you got Salma Hayek. Um, Angelina Jolie. I don't know what she is, but she's Angelina Jolie. She's Angela. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And oh my gosh, I know... There is a, um, let me see if I can find her um, name. Gilgamesh is an Asian. I know that because it's Gilgamesh. Mm-hmm. And then you have the, the guy from. Brian Tyree Henry. Brian Tyree. Brian Tyree oh, Henry. Yeah, yeah. But Lauren Ridloff, I think, she um, she's deaf. Oh. And it's so cool because I, I just now saw the full on. Um, press conference for Eternal, not press conference, but a Hall H part of the yeah. presentation for Eternals, 
And mm-hmm. she just started, you know, signing. And I was like, well, that's cool. And I was like, oh, Amy, she's deaf. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, you know, uh, people that aren't deaf know how to sign. And I'm like, that's so cool. I want to learn how to do that. But yeah, I realized she was deaf. And I'm like, this is so cool. Um, mm-hmm. She so was just, nominated for a Tony. She was nominated for a Tony, yeah. She is known as a former, this is Lauren Redloff. Uh, she is known as a former Miss Deaf America. <gasps> As Lauren Terrell. So, oh, okay. So, like, maybe that was her maiden name. Um, or a different name she goes by. Yeah. I mean, this girl's a rock star. I'm really excited for people to get to to hear more about her. Um, she's been in Wonderstruck. And and that's something this else. This super fucking interesting right now. Eternals just looks really interesting, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I also like the idea of, like, having names that not everyone knows. You know, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. What's up, Sam? Uh, this I guess isn't. Uh, I guess this isn't technically on the same page as um, as uh, talking about like diversity, bringing diversity into uh, the into actually like the movies themselves. But still on the topic of the Eternals, uh, I do remember I read that. Uh, Eternals director Chloe Zhao yeah. is filming Eternal is is shooting Eternals on film. Whoa. Which means it's the first Marvel movie that's gonna be shot on film. Since... And they're also no, they're also leading... shot on I think Iron Man was shot on film. Okay. Since okay. like well, phase then one it's like... or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the first movie since phase one that's gonna be shot on film. And they're building a lot of sets for it, which is something that like they have kind of gotten away from, you know, like just like with the bigger movies and stuff like they've been, you know, pouring more into like digital backgrounds and things like that. And, and so, yeah, like everybody's really intrigued now, you know, like that's interesting that like, and I feel like this is kind of, to tie it back to the conversation. This is what we get when you get different, directors you know chloe zhao is not you know she's not a household name but she's about to be you know so like just the fact that like there's this emphasis on like she's gonna be doing it on film and gonna be making like actual sets it's like that's that's something you know like that that's something that is technically uh, a breath of fresh air for the mcu and i'm excited about that and that's the kind of stuff that we get when there is diversity behind the camera, when there is, uh, when there are different voices, you know, being uh, being heard behind the scenes, and I think that's really cool. So to kind of bring it into the main topic, um, Phase Four is is so diverse. Um, so we we have. Uh, we have lost, God, like pretty much like most of our original Avengers. Uh, I guess the only ones that are that are staying are Hawkeye, Thor, and uh, Hulk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Still, I guess he's still retired, but he's having a show. Yeah, he's about to get his show. Uh, Thor's getting, you know, you know the the fourth movie. Um, don't know what's going to be happening with Hulk. 
but yeah like as far as like the original six avengers like those three are there and everybody else is gone so that's going to be real interesting but now we have you know sam wilson stepping in as the new captain america uh uh tessa thompson valkyrie is now like our king of of new asgard um jane foster is also going to be thor like just the entirety the entire cast of eternals you know is such is probably the most diverse superhero cast we've ever had um so yeah guys what are what are your thoughts on that like are you excited like are you like what just talk to me i don't know i just think like it's just I feel like jobs should, should just go to, like, people that, like, deserve it. So, like, it doesn't matter if it's diverse. I feel like a lot of people think that way. And, like, yeah. that's not the case. <laughs> I feel like what's so cool. You had me worried for a second. I <laughs> thought that was your real opinion. I was like, Amy, what? <laughs> Bye. Um, no, but I, I know that that's, like, what people think. And it's like, I don't care, like, what ethnicity people are, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you just said it, you don't care, like, who is represented. So, it's, and it's also, I don't know if you guys have felt this, you know, like, we're all minorities. Woo-woo, what's up, guys? Um, But, like, seeing someone, I know, Mick, for you, when you heard about, like, Miles Morales, you were like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And I didn't really realize it until I was watching it. Yeah. And, like, watching the beginning of... Uh, into the Marvel, the, the Spider- into the Spider Verse, yeah. <laughs> where like they're talking Spanish, like kind of this weird mix of Spanish and English, and like I was like, oh, that's really cool. I feel is this how everyone feels all the time? <laughs> See, and funny enough, like Coco gave me a little bit of that too. Yeah, Pixar's Coco. Yeah. Um, and to be able to just kind of be like, that's that's what I grew up with, or like yeah yeah yeah, that's how like we do it, uh, one day at a time still like that's what it gives us and so i can only imagine that something as big as marvel kind of tapping into that is pretty cool um but i mean yeah like we do have to say that marvel tv did it first they were able to include (laughs) more you know ethnicities and diverse people um obviously with agents of shield cloak and dagger um runaways for sure. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Defenders. Yeah. With Elodie Young, who is Cambodian. We just mm-hmm. found that out. <laughs> She's a rock star. You guys should go check out her IMDb because you'll just like read her bio and be like, whoa. Nice. Yeah. Well, like the 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 thing that I like about um with like Marvel Marvel being diverse and like Agents of Shield is that like um yo-yo wasn't just uh, a mexican actor there because they wanted to get a mexican actor like the story of yo-yo revolved around they needed they wanted to tell this story from this perspective mm-hmm. so they needed a mexican actress mm-hmm. and then they got the best mexican actress like that that's it's weird because whenever people say like oh uh, like it should just be the best person for the job like it's weird how often the best person ends up being uh like a straight white person mm-hmm yeah, for the in the simple fact because roles are being written that way, and like that's fine. Like you can write great roles for that, but like if you want to use a different perspective and tell a different kind of story, sometimes you need 
you need like diversity in your casting to tell that story because you have diversity in your storytelling. Like Eternals is a story about these people who live forever and have lived in the past and have dictated hu- where humanity's going. Mm-hmm. And like they they've been being they've been worshipped as gods throughout history in different parts of the world. So they have to look like they come from different parts of the world. Which like that's so cool. Like, and it, it looks yeah. great and like a lot of people are bashing on the diversity of Eternals without understanding why they need to look like this. Yeah. Cuz if they were if they were all white, that would look really weird, especially yeah. if you have someone mm-hmm. who's white going and like ruling ancient Egypt for a little bit. Yeah. It it just it's strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, even so, like last night, Mick, Mickey and I saw West Side Story. Um, like not the movie, but like the musical, um, like live musical, and it was cool because, uh, I mean, we'd seen Into the Woods just like the night before. There was a little bit of diversity there, but I realized that seeing West Side Story that getting other perspectives are also just way more colorful. Like, both in just what it looks like, but also how it feels, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think that that's something that is going to be interesting to see, especially on the big screen with Marvel. Since, I mean, we got Black Panther, which was so good. And the music Mm -hmm. was so good. Like, the music was colorful. The... The costumes were colorful. Yeah. And the storyline was colorful. It you, wasn't. You like... can do something very stylistically great yeah. with Eternals. Yeah. To like, like kind of like how in the music in West Side Story you have, like, a classic American music, a classic American sound, and like the the Puerto Rican like spice just kind of stabs it. It's so cool. You guys like watch West Side Story as well. We're just giving you a whole list of things to watch. <laughs> I hope they're writing this down. Oh my gosh! Please <laughs> rewind. I know y'all better be writing this down. I just uh, said rewind. Well, re- real quick, uh, so the the reason we're talking about this sort of is because the Guardian uh, published an article called uh, "White Male and Brawny Feels Tired." Is this the age of feminist Marvel movies? Oh. And uh, um, CBC, but really, I think they just took it from BBC. I think it's the same thing, isn't it? No. I don't know. No. Uh, they published an article saying, "From Lady Thor to Blade, why is Marvel doubling down on diversity?" Why? <laughs> they make it sound. <laughs> why? Why are you doing this? <laughs> but um, maybe they don't mean it like that. So, Sam, <laughs> what do you think about that? Uh, I mean, so like, you know, comic books have been you know predominantly create, written and created and run by straight white men that's still a good portion of the people who uh, are making them that's still a good portion of the people who are reading them uh and yeah like that is also a portion that you know that's that's the majority portion of the people who are uh are writing and working on these movies and making these movies but that's not the only audience that is going to read your comics. That is not the only audience that is going to watch your movies. Um, And in the time span from fantastic four, you know, like the, like fantastic four and, you know, like amazing fantasy number 15 with Spider-Man coming out, like from that time all the way until now, there has been uh, 
so many different writers and so many different artists creating dozens, dozens and dozens of characters who all bring something to the table, who all have their own stories. This, when, when we say this is a comic book universe, we're not being facetious. It's a literal universe. Like there are so many people you, you know, like you pick up an issue and it's like, oh yeah, this is about the, this one kid, you know, who has like these powers, but only when he falls asleep. And like, does he tie into like the bigger storylines? Maybe not, but he exists in the world. And, you know, like there's that. So the movies hadn't had that before until Avengers came in, changed the game. And, you know, for you know, just just for me i feel like that's like that's just how it is you know like that's you know like if if these movies are trying to be kind of like our world just with you know like just a little like off because of you know the superheroes and the aliens and stuff and it's like then then we need to have more than just one person of color in uh in like a supporting role we need to have more than just one woman who is, uh, you know, lead actress who just so happens to be the love interest and the love interest only. You know, like that that notion, those tropes are very passe, and that's not how that's not you know like not not just how our world is. That's not how the comic books are anymore. You know, and there's no there there is no reason that the movies shouldn't reflect that and i'm you know like i'm i'm down with it you know it's like if if we're going to get if we're going to get sam wilson captain america for three movies i'm okay like yeah give me give me a trilogy with sam with sam wilson as captain america you know if we're going to get nine more black panther movies i'm there oh. you know i'm I'm totally going to be there. If you're going to give me Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, I'm going to be here for it. You know, like, like, like this, like, it's not, it's, I, like, I, I don't, I, I don't think it's a thing of like, oh, why are they just doing this now? It's like, that's kind of what they've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just now they have, they have the budget, they have the resources, they have the actors and they have the clout and power to do so. Well, and, you know, and this they is have what Marvel Black has Panther. been about. And they have Black Panther yeah. that made so much money, and then they're like, they can push this through now easier. Because mm-hmm. before that, it'd be like, well, why would we do that? Why would we take a chance on this? Um, I have a question for y'all. Uh, out of Marvel TV and the MCU, when it comes to like diverse actors, actresses as well, um, who is your favorite? I think my favorite diverse actor in the MCU, as in just not white, or what? Yeah. White male? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. People are probably going to get upset. Well, like, why are you hesitating? Is it because there are so many that are coming to mind yeah. on TV or not enough? No, it's it's kind of it's kind of because there's a lot that I like. There's not enough, but there's a lot that I like. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I really really liked Brie Larson as as Carol Danvers. 
Okay. And I like it more and more every time I see it. To the point where it's like so subdued and it's so not what we would we see in a superhero movie mm-hmm. ever. It's so different and I love it. I love what she does with it. Yeah. Um, for me, I have two, so I'm gonna say two. Wow, I didn't know you could just bend the rules yeah, like that. Yeah, you can if you ask the question. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, no. um, Yo Yo, number one for me. She's so strong. Like, obviously physically, but, like, emotionally strong, like her character is. And I just, she's so cool. She's so fast. She's so, like, um, like, she's gentle. Like, she's not afraid. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's a fighter. She's a fighter, but she's gentle. Like, especially with how she feels about Mac. Like, she just lets herself fall in love. Even though, like, later on in the seasons, like, it gets a little rough. But then, like, you know, they're okay. Mm. Um... So, yeah, I like that, like, especially with women, it's not like, oh, well, you're either going to be, like, a strong woman, which is redundant, um, or you're, like, weak. Like, we can be both, you know, different times. Like, sometimes we're not going to want to be these, like, powerful women that are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we just want to curl up in a ball and cry. And that's fine. And I feel like Yo-Yo really shows that. Um, And number two would be uh, Killmonger. He's so cool. <laughs> I love seeing Michael B. Jordan as a villain. He was so good. And when he goes like, hi, auntie. Oh, that was so cool. <laughs> I hi, just, auntie. Yeah, he was so angry and like revengeful. And it was so motivating. And it made me angry, and like, but in a happy way. Um, And yeah, but just the atmosphere of like Wakanda just brought everything. Uh, it's just like yeah. eons like away from how other things made me feel. Yeah. What about you, Sam? You can't pick two. You can uh, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I so I kind of feel like it's it's like it's like it's tough, you know, to to I guess find like the best examples. Because Marvel T V has been so uh has been so diverse and they've given us like a different range uh, you know, of 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 characters to choose from. I think maybe so, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, uh, I'll, I'll go two, uh, and I think <laughs> one, <laughs> Mickey, if you want, you can add a second one after I'm done, uh, so it'll give you time to think. Uh, but I have to say, I really, really love Chloe Bennett. Daisy Johnson has had one of the most interesting arcs uh, within like 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 within a tv show you know like she starts off as just like this i didn't like her at first i really didn't i didn't i didn't like her in season one it was like she's sky like she just felt like this too too much uh like too like angsty too like i told you so like it's like oh like you're gonna give me you know like what you know like the information that i want um but as she's gone on she's just become not just uh not just strong because she's got like a superpower uh, and not just strong, you know, because she became a fighter, but she has found a way to like defend herself, stand up for herself, stand up for her friends uh, and find like a conviction, find beliefs in, you know, like to, to, to continue to be an agent of shield, but also she, 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 cause she was given the arc of like, uh, 
at the end of season three where she's kind of like she goes on her own yeah. you know and we find her in season four being like this person that like doesn't doesn't think they're redeemable you know like she like she thought that she was you know full of hate and this violence and she didn't want to be that and you know like she doesn't think she's a good person and that that to me you know like that that is that is core that is core for when you get uh good writing and 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 good direction you know and to just like portray a character that is very multifaceted uh as far as uh as far as like a second actor i have to say like i i i really i really have to give it to mike holter luke cage oh my god that that guys yeah. let's let's not let's not diminish the impact that luke cage had episode one when it premiered crashed the internet netflix had, went dark and had to bring servers back online to get luke cage back online and like that show like that i may ha- i may have problems with that show i may have problems with its pacing with some of the things they do like like the 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 story route that they that they try and take at certain times um but mike coulter's luke cage is not one of my problems he is a character is i it's different it's different than like it's different than seeing you know like a like a superman you know where it's like this is the pinnacle of perfection and like like I wow mean, like my, everybody wants to aspire to my be my culture is i mean you know, perfection i, don't I know mean yeah I'm sure <laughs> no 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 i like i won't argue that um but i mean like superman is a character like that's what everybody like strives to be you know like sh- you know like that's like the end all be all when it comes to you know like who who are perfect people within comics um like Luke Cage, Luke Cage is a very flawed man. He is he is very angry. He doesn't want to be a hero. He you know like he like he definitely has like chips on his shoulder you know and that that like keeps coming back, you know to like to get him. But you know he is uh, he's driven by his community who who like he has to grow into and like they have to accept and by the end of season one harlem accepts luke cage as like their own and he grows into being a hero in defenders and in season two um and then even the way season two ends it ends in a place where it's like is he still like on the morally right side of the line or is he not like you know like and i hope i hope that was so crazy yeah yeah i really hope that we get an answer to that question um but yeah like just luke cage for me like watching mike coulter's luke cage you know just like take bullet after bullet and you know just toss guys out windows you know slap guys around you know being like no like you're not gonna bring this violence into this neighborhood you're not gonna like hurt people like for me that was powerful and so like I'm not going to diminish like how much of an impact just, you know, just me as a viewer being like, wow, like this, this must be really cool. (laughs) You know, like, like this is so cool to watch guys. So yeah. And, you know, also just quick shout out to uh, agent may. Uh, She's great. And yeah. Yeah. I had three. three. Okay. I mean, all of them are amazing. Fine. I guess I'm going to have to pick another one because you guys cheated on the predetermined (laughs) rules of engagement. No. 
So I, I just yeah. want I just wanted to say, um, I'm my my second choice is probably gonna be just for walking out on stage and being himself, Mahershala Ali as Blade. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Because I do, I don't, th- I don't think I've ever been so excited at a comic like watching, like a Comic Con live feed. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember ever being that excited. When like he puts on his hat and you're yeah. like, does that say Blade? <laughs> it was so good. I mean, definitely like a lot to look forward to in Phase Four, um, both in TV and film. Hmm. That's it. That's all I had to say. Sorry. <laughs> you were like, come on. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I agree. And I think, I think, um, I really hope that this sets a precedent, you know, like we don't have, we don't know what else is, is coming out. I know like this is, I guess the entirety of phase four. Uh, I think so I mean, like we're still going to get Guardians. Like Guardians is going to be Phase Five. Black Panther Two, Captain Marvel Two are going to be Phase Five. Um, oh my god! But like beyond that, you know, like the, like there's there's an infinite number of possibilities. You know, I know Agents of Shield is ending after season seven, but I mean, like maybe, hopefully, knock on wood, like we'll we'll get more uh, we'll get more of like that team, or even like if one of the characters can like cross over. You know, somehow, like, like into the movies, that would be fantastic. Um, and, yeah, just bringing in, you know, like, bringing in more, like, bringing in uh, more diversity behind cameras. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with it because there's nothing wrong with getting uh, different perspectives, you know? And that's that's really all it is, like, bringing in new voices to this conversation because uh, – superheroes and comics they belong to all of us and i feel like everybody everybody's entitled to their own opinion and everybody should have a say everybody should have a say in that you know and just look how you know like look how like brian coogler and taika watiti like they're now their names are now solidified in like super movie hall superhero movie hall of fame like they added something different and iconic and powerful to the superhero genre that so much so that we're going to be talking about those movies and and their creativity for years to come and i can't wait to see who else gets to have that spotlight you know hopefully maybe like a certain like latino director i know just like sitting across from my view screen like our cat a couple thousand miles away no i'm talking about about you Our cat's name is Spielberg. Don't get confused. Oh yeah, we don't we don't like we're not roommates with <laughs> Steven Spielberg. No, Steven Spielberg. You know, like live with you guys. I know that. <laughs> okay, before before we stop, quick shout out to my girl Allegra Acosta who plays Molly Hernandez on The Runaways. The heck, you just Molly. said the third one. Yeah, that's my third one. Dang. Quick, Sam, wrap it up. What the heck? No. <laughs> Wait, the girl. I like the girl that Andrea Barber. Is that her name? A sister? Yeah. 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 You can also see her on One Day at a Time. Yeah. Is that her name? That's <laughs> not Barbara. it. No, no. Isn't it? No. Crap. That's Kimmy from. Oh, shit. You're from right. Full House. Wait, this needs to be addressed. <laughs> what? Oh, Ariella Barber. 
Wow, it's like a variation. Ariella Barber. Ariella Barber. Barred. Barred. But I don't. Well, how do you she say plays that? Gert. Gert, yeah, she's fantastic. Watch her in Runaways and in One Day at a Time. Okay, we all got our three. <laughs> Done. Done. Official three. Done. Yeah. So, guys, uh, listeners, viewers, uh, I guess uh, my question for you. Uh, that you can answer, you know, put in the com- put in the comments at the bottom, you know, of of this tweet. Uh, who are some of your favorite uh, uh, favorite uh, actors from MCU from TV uh, MCU from Marvel TV? Uh, that includes Netflix. That includes Freeform. That includes um, ABC. Hulu. Uh, uh, yeah, Hulu. Hulu. Thank you, Amy. Uh, yeah. So. Who who are you? Who are are your favorite, uh, you know, Marvel TV actors? You know, and uh, yeah, I guess just shout out like how excited you are for like this coming phase of, you know, next Marvel movies, next Marvel projects. Amy has a question. Oh no, I'm just super pumped. And I was like, a, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Like, I am so pumped. How can I not be pumped? Exactly. Like, yeah. How can you not be pumped? That's the question. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess that does it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening uh, to our to our podcast. Uh, if you uh, if you like us, uh, if you like us, give us a shout out, retweet. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at Into the Mverse. Uh, you can find us uh, wherever uh, podcasts can be found uh you can find me personally on twitter and instagram at real that's r-e-e-l texas weirdo you can find me at the mickey m i also run a fan club for old lace because she represents raptors all over the world i really appreciate that i really do represent really do. <laughs> um you guys can find me on all social media at amy cassandra m t Z. Also, guys, make sure to subscribe to yes. Geek Bomb's YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Because you know everything is different. Like, subscribe, like, follow, whatever. Uh, do all of that because we are working on a show. And we can't make <gasps> the show happen without <gasps> lovely patrons. So go ahead and become a bomber backer. It would be really cool. Sam has not heard about this <laughs> at all. Yeah, I, it's, it's the first I've heard about it. it oh is, my god! It is honestly like I'm so excited about it. It would be like on camera. Like we would all be talking about stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be a big thing, but we can't make it happen unless we have patrons. So we'll know that you really, really love us and care. Go, if, you become if, a you, if you support us, go to the Patreon and tell them we sent you. Yes, please. And honestly, like, we talk about Marvel all the time because I'm always like, Marvel (laughs) and Harry Potter (laughs) and Stranger Things. Pretty much anything nerdy. I mean, we are called Geek Bomb. And the Cats trailer. Oh, no, no, no. No, we didn't (laughs) talk about that. Nope. No, sir. Um, But yeah, um, feel free to follow us. I'll do that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you very much, Amy. Thank you, Mickey. Uh, 
Uh, and thank you guys for listening to us. Yeah, if you if you if you're liking what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, share us, you know, share us around, like you know, yeah. like retweet us, you know, like yeah, and you know, talk to us. Like we are more than willing to talk. We are super down. Uh, we, we are super down to just like engage with you guys. Um, we really appreciate all you guys. And yeah, if you uh, uh, if you leave us a rating. Uh, on iTunes, then we will give you a shout out at the end of the episode. Uh, so yeah, uh, we have been your hosts. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, it's been a great week. Have an even better week this week. And as always, Excelsior! Excelsior! Excelsior!